وزادتهم إيمانا وعلى ربهم يتوكلون صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين Respected elders and brothers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran Sharif وَمَا مِن دَابَّةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِلَّا عَلَى اللَّهِ رِزْقُهَا There is no moving creature on the surface of this earth except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken the responsibility to provide for that creature. Risk, rosy, is something which is entirely in the hands of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala has not kept it in the hands of any creation. Rather, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the most unique manner, in the most mysterious manner, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides for countless of His creations. Countless species of creations, species that we do not even know of, we never heard of, on the land, in the ocean, everywhere, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is providing the rosy and sustenance for that. If a person just has to ponder over this aspect of rosy and sustenance, he will recognize and understand the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as I mentioned, in the most mysterious ways, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will convey that sustenance to where it needs to be conveyed. In the time of Hazrat Dawood, Allah nabina wa salatu wa salam, one woman came to Hazrat Dawood and she asked him that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just or does Allah oppress? So Hazrat Dawood was shocked at this question and he said, how can you ask something like that? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most just. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never oppress anyone. But what's the problem? What, what makes you ask this question? So she says that I am a widow and I've got three daughters and my only form of income is the yarn that I spin. I spin the yarn, I take it to the marketplace and I sell it. I make some money and I can put food on the table for my children. And I was going to the marketplace and all of a sudden this bird comes and as though it attacks me. I had the yarn in a red piece of cloth. And it snatches that piece of cloth with the yarn in it and it flies away. Now I am left with nothing. This was what I was going to go and sell. I needed that desperately so that I could provide for my daughters. While she's still giving her incident, Hazrat Dawud salam hears a knock on the door. He goes, opens the door. There's 10 businessmen. Each one has got 100 gold coins. And they tell her that Dawud we had a very strange incident that just happened to us just now. Something very strange, something very unique. We were traveling by boat and this heavy wind had 
come over us. We were on the verge of drowning. Our boat was going to sink. And then we see this bird coming with a red cloth and yarn in that cloth, different pieces of yarn and threads of yarn. And as soon as we got that, we quickly managed to secure the boat. There were some things that were damaged that needed to be secured, needed to be tightened. And we managed to secure it. And then the wind subsided. And Alhamdulillah, we reached safely. So each one of us has vowed that they will give a hundred dinars and gold coins in Sadaqah. So we brought this hundred gold coins, each one hundred gold. So ten of them, thousand gold coins. And yeah, you can give it to whomsoever you feel appropriate. So the Dawud looked at that woman and he told her that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is carrying out your business on the land and in the sea also. And you are asking questions here that is Allah oppressive. And he gave her the whole amount of money and he told her, which is a lot of money now, thousand gold coins, even now is a lot of money, to go and buy food for your for your daughters. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has taken the responsibility of this sustenance. And in a very unique manner, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will allow the sustenance to reach every person. Remember the hadith says, Allah, Behold, listen attentively. No person can die until and unless they complete their sustenance. There's no one that can take your sustenance away from you. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept for you, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed for you will definitely come to you. Even if you examine your own life, you will find that there are many instances you go somewhere, you had no intention of even going there. But somehow or the other, you ended up there. Your rosy was there, you had to eat something. Those people maybe prepared something or maybe someone else sent it, sent it for them. They had no intention of feeding it to you. But your rosy will take you to where you have to go. Your rosy will take you, it will call you. You will have to go to that place. You will have to go and eat that food. You will have to get that sustenance because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had already decreed that for you. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the razak and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in control of sustenance, we do everything else to get the sustenance. But do we think of pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Do we think of turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Do we think, are we disobeying Allah? I'm doing everything to get that sustenance. I'm working so hard. I'm slogging from morning to night. I'm doing everything. But that Allah who is controlling it, I'm disobeying him. I'm breaking his laws openly. I've got no remorse in my heart. So will any sensible person do something like this? You know something is in someone's control. But you're openly disobeying that person. You're openly breaking his commands. You're openly violating what he's telling you to do. You're not doing that. You're doing everything else, but you're not doing what he's telling you to do. How are you going to get that sustenance? We are going through difficult times and outwardly it doesn't seem to be getting easier. It seems to be getting more intense, more difficult. People have got financial problems. They seem to be going more deep into those financial problems. But are we doing what we are supposed to do? Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will fulfill his promise. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you that rosy. But are you following the steps that you need to follow? Are you doing what you need to do? One is the outward means. 
The outward means people are doing. Imagine now a person doesn't go to the shop. He's not prepared to do any business. He's not prepared to work. He just wants the money to fall from the skies. Tell him something is wrong with you, brother. You have to do something. Even the birds go out for their sustenance. The birds too will go. They will look. They will get their sustenance. So like you get the external means, then you get the spiritual means. There's certain things as a believer that you're supposed to be doing. And by you doing that, inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless you with barakah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open the doors for you. Allah will open up the way for you. In the Quran Sharif, Allah ta'ala mentions, You command your family to be very punctual when it comes to salah. And you also be very particular about your salah. Then Allah Ta'ala says, La nas aluka risqa. We are not asking you for no sustenance. We're not telling you to go work hard and come and feed us. We will provide for you. We will give you your sustenance. But you be particular on your salah. You make sure your family are performing salah. Not only you yourself, but your family as well. Your wife, your children. You're constantly reminding them. You're constantly advising them. You started talim in the home, you're reading the kitab, you're reading the hadiths of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You're educating them, you're teaching them. So then Allah Ta'ala is going to open the doors of sustenance for you. Now when you make wudu, there's different duas. You'll find those duas in most places. They are in the wudu khana, the duas are there. You'll find something there that the duas are written. The boards are there with the duas written on it. But how many people read those du'as? One of the du'as we make when we making wudu. Allahumma ghfirli dhambi wa wasi'li fi dari wa barik li fi rizki. We're supposed to learn this du'a. But even if you did not learn it, in most masjids you will find that the du'as are there. You just need to focus on the du'a. You need to come in a little bit early. Obviously if you're coming into the masjid last minute, you're rushing, you're making wudu, you're not going to have time to read the du'as. Or if you're going to read it, you're not going to focus and concentrate and read it. But in this du'a, you're asking Allah Ta'ala already for barakat in your sustenance. Allah Ta'ala, forgive my sins. Give me expansion in my home. I must have a comfortable, good home. Wabarik me fi riski. And give me barakat in my sustenance. Now five times a day, you're making, you're making wudu. You're reading this du'a, inshallah Allah is going to accept that du'a. Allah is going to give you that barakah. And remember when Allah Ta'ala opens up the way, when Allah sends that rosy, from that avenue your mind never went to also. You never even in your wildest dreams also, you never thought you're going to get the sustenance coming from here. Allah Ta'ala can open up that sustenance from avenues you never even imagined it will come from. But you need to make du'a in the salah itself between the two sajdas. Okay, sometimes in the jamaat it may be difficult because they don't like to prolong the namaz too long. But you can read it in your sunnats, you can read it in your nafal. Another dua, Allah Ta'ala forgive me, have mercy on me, guide me, keep me safe, and give me sustenance. You're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now this short dua, I don't think it will take you longer than five minutes to learn this dua. It won't take you longer than five minutes, maybe max 10, 15 minutes. You learn the dua and every time you're reading namaz in between the two sajdas, 
You are reading this dua. Rabbi ghfirli warhamni waafini wahdini warzuqni. The main part is warzuqni for the rosy. Allah give me risk. Allah give me sustenance. Imagine now just that namaz already. You have you brought that namaz in your life. Ulama explain that one of the most important salahs for sustenance is your fajr namaz. Because after fajr is the time when the sustenance is being distributed. You cannot see it. This is the, the invisible world. But this is what Iman is about. Those who believe in the unseen. Don't only believe in what your eyes see. Your, eye, your, your seeing can be deceptive. You can see wrong. But what you were informed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So again here, we're looking at the salah. And you're looking at the link with the sustenance. Then pious people of the past, remember one of the times when duas are accepted, the hadith says, When is the last part of the night, the last third of the night, the last part of the night, just before the Subha Sadiq sets in. There is a time when duas are accepted. Pious people wake up. They cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another time is that after your farz namazes, so you'll find pious people, a lot of pious people of the past, they should wait for the namaz, the farz namaz. They would read it with full devotion, full motivation, full concentration. And then after that, the needs that they had, they would put it before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now is the time for me to present my needs before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I just stood in front of Allah. I was communicating with Allah. I was speaking with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm drawing from the mercy and rahmat of Allah. Remember that is also when you're in the masjid and you are performing salah in jamaat. There are a lot of farishtas that are here. There are so many farishtas and angels. There are pious jinnat you cannot see. They are pious people. Sometimes in that congregation, there may be one pious servant of Allah. Through his barakat, Allah will accept everyone's duas. Now you're raising your hands and you're putting your needs before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't underestimate the power of dua. Nabiya Karim said, if you put your trust on Allah, like you're supposed to put your trust, not just, you know, on the surface, not just for formality, but you put your mind and your heart on Allah. Allah will provide for you as He provides for the birds. In the morning, the birds go out, they are hungry. And when they come back in the evening, they are satisfied. Their stomachs are full. What uh, education do the birds have? How many degrees do they have? But they trust on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Trust on Allah. Allah is there. The birds know it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not let them down. They know it. Allah is going to provide for them. Allah is going to give them sustenance. So when you put your trust on Allah, there was one pious alim in our country, in not very far from here, in KZN. And one day he was going through some difficulty. Pious people, they don't like to stretch their hands out to anyone. They ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They don't like to ask from anyone. And you cannot even ask from anyone. How, who are you going to ask from to? Because people will take exception. You ask someone for something, the person will take exception. How many people really want to assist and aid anyone? That is why I must always make dua. Allahumma gfina bi halalika and haramika. Another dua. Allah Ta'ala, you suffice us. What is halal from haram? Always give us halal. And keep us independent from anyone besides you. 
Allah Ta'ala never allow us to stretch our hands out to anyone. Don't ever put a situation over us where we need to stretch our hands. Because that is a humiliation, that is a disgrace. And then only you will realize who is your true friend. Because everyone is your friend. But the moment you ask someone for something, then you realize who is your true friend. So this Alim was going through a difficulty. And what he did, he went on the Musalla. And he's crying and he's making dua. And there's dozens of incidents of this nature. And he's making dua, Allah Ta'ala, you, you help me out. Allah Ta'ala, you send that sustenance. You send that help from somewhere. And he's crying and for a long period, he's on the Musalla. You don't just make dua, you know, one, two minutes and finish. No, carry on crying, insisting, persisting. Ask Allah, beg from Allah. Allah wants you to beg from him. You want to carry on knocking on that door because there's no other door for you besides that door. You have to realize this in life. There's only one door for you to knock at. That is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is in control of everything. Allah can give you what you want to your heart's desire and far beyond your comprehension, far beyond your imagination, far beyond your expectation. Allah can give you. And he's carrying on, he's crying, he's making dua, he's going in sajda, he's making dua. He has a knock on the door. Real story. The alim opens the door. Person comes with a whole lot of money. Brother, what's, what, what, what's this in? Why did you bring this money? He says, now I was just sleeping now. I went to sleep in the afternoon or something. And I saw this dream that someone came in the dream and they told me in a very compelling manner, go now and give this money to the salim. Go now. And the person realized now this dream is from Allah. There's something to this dream and he had the money. He must have been a wealthy person. He had the money. He takes it and he goes and he gives it to him. So remember this dua you're asking from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After that salah, you're making dua. Then you're making istighfar. You know istighfar, Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned, Man razim al-istighfar. That person who holds firm to istighfar. Jalallahu lahu min kulli dayqin makhraja. Every difficult situation, Allah will make a way out for you. وَمِن كُلِّ هَمِّن فَرَجَا Every worry, every concern, Allah will bring the solution. وَرَزَقَهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبْ Allah will provide for you from avenues that your mind even never went to istighfar. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. With remorse in your heart, you're making istighfar. Our ulama tell us in this day and time, we need to make a lot of istighfar. Read a lot of Durood Sharif. Remember Durood Sharif? The barakat of Durood will even reach your children and your grandchildren and your progeny. That is Durood, how powerful it is. You will be gone from this dunya by you reading a lot of Durood Sharif. They will be enjoying the benefits. They will be enjoying the fruits of that Durood Sharif. You know, people are reading thousands and you can read thousands, but you just need to leave that cell phone one side. You need to leave all these distractions, leave all these futile activities. We have been caught up with this net of futile activities, entertainment, all these different attractions. So we don't have time now for anything, unfortunately. We don't even have time for our own namaz. We don't even have time for our ibadat. We don't even have time to take care of our health, to even give time to our children and give them some love and attention. People have no time anymore because they're so caught up with futile activities. They got a full-time job doing nothing. So here this istighfar, we need to make a lot of istighfar. The second thing is a lot of the root sharif. Read the root sharif with the love of Rasulullah Read the root sharif with the true respect of Rasulullah in your heart. Read that the root sharif. The more the root you're reading, the more Allah's rahmat is coming on you. The more mercy is coming on you. 
everything else you're doing, you're getting nothing. You're just thinking in your mind, you're getting something. All the time you're spending on your cell phone, talking all nonsensical things, things of no benefit. You're getting nothing. Your children are getting nothing. But you're reading Darud Sharif, you're getting, you're, this is something great, you're getting great rewards for it. So a lot of istighfar, a lot of durood. The fourth thing is a lot of dua. We are going through a time wherein we need to make a lot of dua. Continuously make dua. At no point think to yourself, you have made sufficient dua. At no point you can say that your dua is sufficient. That dua is going to stop those calamities coming from you. That dua is going to stop those hardships. That dua is standing in front of you. That is your shield. That is your weapon. A dua of silahul mu'min. Your weapon itself can't really do much. But that dua is going to help you. Yes, we are also encouraged to take weapons and keep weapons. I'm not saying don't have a weapon. You can take the external means as well. But don't forget about the dua. And the fourth thing they're saying, lot of shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make lot of shukr. Thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every moment, thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You had a sumptuous meal now. You enjoyed your meal. You had a day. Thank Allah. Alhamdulillah. Atamana wa saqana wa jalana muslimin. Allah ta'ala, you fed the students. Allah Ta'ala, you provided this. We were not fit for this meal. You could have just left us to die out of starvation. You could have put any difficulty over us. Who was there to stop Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala? Who was there to, 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 to save you from Allah's wrath and Allah's anger? I am such a sinful person. Allah, but you so kind. More sugar you make, the more thanks you give to Allah. لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَعَزِيدَنَّكُمْ if you make shukr, the more shukr you make, Allah Ta'ala is promising you, the more I will give you. I will give you more and more. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has got no shortages. The economy can go down. Everything can happen. But Allah's treasures, there's no shortages. You got to carry on making shukr. So these four things and there's a lot of other things. Time does not permit us. When you go home, make salam. This will be a source of barakah and blessings. Join family ties. Don't break family ties. Don't sever family ties. This is a prophetic prescription for barakah in your risk and for you to have a long life, a good life. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a true understanding. الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح 
الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الحمد لله الحمد لله القائل والذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات أولئك أصحاب الجنة هم فيها خالدون فنحمده حمدا كثيرا كلما يحمده الحامدون ونشكره شكرا جميلا كلما يشكره الشاكرون ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وأمر أهلك بالصلاة واصطبر عليها لا نسألك رزقا نحن نرزقك والعاقبة للتقوى وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من صلى علي واحدا صلى الله عليه عشرا أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام والله سبحانه وتعالى يقول وبقوله يهتد المهتدون وإذا قرئ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنستوا لعلكم ترحمون بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم مما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطيع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصي الله ورسوله فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في مفهوم الحديث أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وشدهم في أمن الله عمر وأستقوم حيان عثمان وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدة شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله رضوان الله تعالى عنهم وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذهم غردا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغض فَبِبُغْضِ أَبْغَضَهُمْ وَخَيْرُ أُمَّتِي قَرْنِي ثُمَّ الَّذِينَ لُونَهُمْ ثُمَّ الَّذِينَ لُونَهُمْ رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَةً وَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ وَتُبْ عَلَيْنَا يَا مَوْلَانَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ اللَّهُمَّ انْصُرِ الْإِسْلَامَ وَالْمُسْلِمِينَ اللَّهُمَّ عِزَّ الْإِسْلَامَ وَالْمُسْلِمِينَ بَارَكَ اللَّهُ بَارَكَ اللَّهُ لَنَا وَلَكُمْ فِي الْقُرْآنِ الْعَظِيمِ وَنَفَعَنَا وَإِيَّاكُمْ بِمَا فِيهِ مِنَ الْآيَاتِ وَالذِّكْرِ الْحَكِيم
الرحيم أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المهموم عليهم ولا الضالين فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المهوم عليهم ولا الضالين ألهاكم التكاثر حتى زرتم المقابر 
كلا سوف تعلمون ثم كلا سوف تعلمون كلا لو تعلمون علم اليقين لترون الجحيم ثم لترونها عين اليقين ثم لتسألن يومئذ عن النعيم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى سيدنا محمد وسامي ومالك سليم اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تبارك تيز الجلال والإكرام اللهم عنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن إبادتك ربنا أعطنا في الدنيا حسنة في الآخرة حسنة قناة عذاب النار ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم اكفنا بحنانك الحرامك أهلنا بفضلك عمن سواك اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر المجاهدين في كل مكان وخاصة في غزة اللهم عجل بنصرهم يا قوي يا عزيز إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وأصحابه وبارك وسلم بفضل سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله